Rebecca Langley here for this week's edition of Stick Together, focusing on union news and social justice issues. I want to acknowledge that this program was recorded on the stolen lands of the Kulin Nation and that their sovereignty has never been ceded. Stick Together is produced in the studios of 3CR Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network and brought to you on your local community radio station thanks to the Community Broadcasting Foundation. This week we'll be hearing from workers who attended the Change the Rules rally in Melbourne on Wednesday, April 10. We'll hear their reasons for striking and why they think the rules need to be changed. But first, some union news. This week, it has been revealed that the government has paid fast food chain Hungry Jack's at least $176,000 to take on interns under a program in which young people are paid as little as $4 an hour. The fast food store is a host organisation with the PATH internship program, a voluntary government program for unemployed Australians aged 17 to 24. Internships last from 4 to 12 weeks, with interns working up to 25 hours per week. Companies that host interns get a $1,000 incentive payment for each intern they take on. The government pays interns $200 a fortnight, or as little as $4 an hour, on top of their welfare payments. Host organisations can also receive the youth bonus wage subsidy of up to $10,000 for each intern they later employ. At the end of January, 176 young Australians had done PATH internships with Hungry Jacks, and nearly 4 in 5, or 79%, ended up employed by the fast food company. The company had previously advertised for 15-hour-per-week internships, which amounts to $6.66 per hour. Other PATH interns have found themselves filling shelves. 127 interns at 25 different companies, including supermarket giants Coles and Woolworths, have had shelf filler in their occupation description. There are few limitations on what positions can be considered internships. The government's guidelines on PATH internships specify only that an internship must not involve nudity or be in the sex industry, or involve illegal activity or involve income or funds from gambling that the Department of Jobs and Small Business deems unacceptable, or be a placement the department has advised is not acceptable. In response to a question on notice from Senate Estimates, the department said that participants co-design the internship with the job provider and host business to match the participants' skills, interests and experience with the host business expectations and requirements. Australian Council of Trade Union Secretary Sally McManus has criticised Hungry Jacks for employing PATH interns instead of paying workers. Global unions, who collectively represent more than 70 million workers in 150 countries, have launched an international campaign to put pressure on multinational manufacturer Kimberly Clark to save the jobs of 220 workers at the Huggies factory in Ingleburn in southwestern Sydney. In a joint statement, UNI and Industrial Global Unions condemned the closure linking the plight of Australian workers to those in the United Kingdom, United States of America, Brazil and the Dominican Republic, where Kimberly Clark has also announced factory closures or mass layoffs in recent months. Instead of involving a key stakeholder in decision-making, Kimberly Clark has made decisions without this key input which could be catastrophic for the company, the statement said. 
This plan was made with no worker representative consultation and has put every Kimberley-Clark location and every Kimberley-Clark worker around the globe in an insecure state, never knowing if their facility or job could be next. Despite consistently branding itself as a family company, Kimberley-Clark is developing a reputation as an anti-union, anti-worker employer. CFMEU Manufacturing Division National Assistant Secretary Alex Miller welcomed the intervention of the global union movement. When decisions like this are made by corporate leaders thousands of kilometres away from Australia, the best way to fight to overturn them is with a united effort from global unions who represent Kimberley Clark workers around the world. It's not too late to overturn this decision and we're calling on state and federal politicians to intervene to keep the manufacture of these important products on Australian soil. We're also urging mums and dads who rely on top quality Huggies products to support this global campaign by contacting Kimberley Clark and demanding this factory closure does not go ahead. The Huggies factory closure announcement comes after US multinational Kimberley Clark decided to offshore the nappy production to Asia. The ACTU has condemned the following response given by Prime Minister Scott Morrison at a press conference in Gugong. Whether it's here in New South Wales or anywhere else around the country and in a big city like Sydney, what we see is that people are able to weather the disappointment and the impact I know that this can have on individuals when there are changes in these businesses. ACTU Secretary Sally McManus had this to say in response to the PM. Working people deserve a leader who is in their corner. Clearly Scott Morrison has no idea what these workers and their families are going through. The fact that he describes the sacking of 220 people in his home state as a change in business shows he only has one perspective, the perspective of big business. Most people would react with some compassion for people who have, through no fault of their own, been deprived of their incomes. You're on Stick Together, union news and workers' stories. Last week, Annie and I joined tens of thousands of workers who marched through the streets of Melbourne to let the government know that the rules for working people need to change. Workers rallied all over Australia, in Adelaide, Perth, Canberra, Launceston and across regional centres including Gladstone, Cairns, Townsville, Revsby, West Gosford, Clontarf, Beanley, Burwood and Rockhampton. Let's hear from some comrades who attended the Melbourne Rally. Why did you come to the rally today? I work in the metro train and um there is uh, some that rule they change it. Uh, it not benefit for staff or employees, so we come to rail it today. Yeah, and and uh, so it, you think that this is a way of getting your voice heard to the politicians? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm mean, I'm here basically because the rules do need to change. I mean, we've got. Uh, dispute after dispute where unequal laws apply to the worker and their unions but they don't apply to the employer. That, that's got to change. And uh, it's actually beginning to feel quite exciting, isn't it? Not a lot of people here yet, but there will be. Yeah, no, well I, I, uh, I came in earlier and there were people streaming in from all ports with banners and that sort of stuff, so yeah, I think it's going to be big today. 
Oh, look, I'm, we're here intergenerationally to show how important unions are in our lives and in Melbourne's history. I'm a historian, so I know how important it is from the eight-hour day movement to where we are now that we, you know, sort of fight to protect what we've already got. And um, what's your union? Um, the NTEU. Thanks so for two. Yeah, my union is actually on strike today at Monash, so yeah. I'm here striking.
breadwinner. My family relies on my cleaning wage and the little we get from the husband's disability payment. Our money is so, so very tight that we spend very, very carefully. We live from day, payday to day, surviving day by day, waiting for the next fortnight to pay. Our mortgage takes all my wages, and then there are the little struggles for my children's education, food, juggling bills, and we spend carefully, but if we can't pay the bill on time, I need to call an explanation and hardship. So they let us pay us bit by bit. It is a simple life, thinking about daily needs, not once. It's only for the needs. We don't even go out as a family without cutting back on something else. My husband is suffering from depression because of these worries and for my health because the stress of being the only one is earning a salary. In the 13 years I've worked in a cleaning, I have worked for four companies. Every new company means cuts. Cuts to staff, cuts to hours, cuts to our pay, and more and more for everyone left. The last contract change was more than 11 months. Imagine that, 11 months. We waited for 11 months, wondering who the new company would be to come in our side. Would we still have our jobs? Are we still safe? It was a big question mark from the end of one contract until a new contract started. And then the new company came and some of us lost our jobs. Actually, my two friends lost our jobs, they are here. We are on probation, six months probation. And we have more work to cover the loss of cleaners and try to force us to sign an illegal contract stopping us from getting paid overtime that we want. And this will happen to us again in two or three years time. It's very, very bad. This is not just me. This is most cleaners. There are more wars there, around there. We have low pay, insecure jobs because we work for contractors. And the contractors treat us like a dirt because this government don't care for us, lowly paid workers. This government were the ones who dissolve our weekend penalty rates. They only care now. They only care now because a federal election is closed and their sins of the past is catching up with them. It's not fair and it's not right, isn't it? Cleaners can, cannot control the increases to our bills which keep going up, up and up. Cleaners can control our wages. If we get a pay increase with one company, they lost the contract to a cheaper company. Because whoever bids the, the lower tender, they got the contract. So we lost. So our wages don't go up. The current government have had six years to fix this, but it has gotten worse and worse. Tell, tell this government at this election a big no. We are not failing, falling for your garbage promises and lies this 
time. This time, we are voting you out. We need to change the government. We need to change the rules. Thank you. Every background, every age, we demand a living wage. Every background, every age, we demand a living wage. Every background, every age, we demand a living wage. Every background, every age, we demand a living wage. You're listening to Stick Together, workers' stories and union news. Broadcast around the country every week on the Community Radio Network. We've been hearing from workers and union representatives from the Melbourne Change the Rules rally last week. It was so great to see so many people marching in the streets. Solidarity between workers and unions was evident and the message was very clear. So let's hear some more voices of the people. So you've come down here today. Can you tell me your union? Oh, we're from Tassie. CRW, Shearers and Rural Workers Union. So it's important enough for you to come all the way here? Yeah, sure is. Okay, so what's happening in your industry? We're under threat from um, in the various industries the Shearers and Rural Workers Union covers, including food industry. We're under threat with 417 visas. We're under threat with um, people, uh, employers making employees contractors themselves. So dodging their work cover responsibilities, their superannuation responsibilities, and dodging the award. And shearing's a very hard industry, so losing your uh, uh, health cover and stuff like that's pretty serious. Well, anyone that allows themselves to be treated like that is a mug. Unfortunately, this industry has got a lot of mugs in it, which really impacts on the rest of us. So that's what we're doing here today. We're changing the rules. We're trying to get things sorted out so everything goes back to an award. Good one. 
to reiterate the word relentless. Thanks to CFMEU. We refuse to settle for anything less than what we felt we deserved. And rightfully so. We are stronger than ever before and will not allow complacency among the people or within the company itself to weaken our efforts. As inflation continues to rise, so too must our wages. It is our hard work, blood, sweat and sometimes tears that help bring to fruition the huge success and growth of these large companies so that they can go buy their mansions, travel first class and put their children in private schools. I think this is great that they can do that. Good on them. They had a vision and turned it into a successful business. What's not okay is the abuse of power that comes with that wealth and success. Instead of empowering their workers, upskilling them and treating them with respect and dignity, they try to make us feel small, powerless and indirectly remind us that we are easily replaceable and insignificant. We have been slowly manipulated into believing we do not have a voice and no one will care. We simply don't stand a chance without our unions. We are sick and tired of business owners consistently trying to undermine us, sweep serious issues like wage theft and exploitation of workers and working standards under the carpet, simply hoping if they just keep giving us the runaround, married with false hope, we'll give up and stop trying. Shame, that's right. It is a simple fact, if inflation continues to rise, and it will, then so should our income. We the people must stand united and demand our voices be heard to make the changes that truly will give you and I the opportunity not just for ourselves, but for our children and our children's children. Do not forget we hold the power, make the change, and change the rules! Before I leave, I just want to say uh, our, campaign, our campaign for Chemist Warehouse was huge. It was a serious battle. It was aggressive most of the time. But I just want to thank um, the people that came out to volunteer, all the other union members uh, from other unions, that, that volunteered their free time to come and help us to fight for our campaign. Thank you so much, everyone. Thanks. Hi, my name is Nahit Michael. I have two full-time jobs. I work every day. I start night at 10 o'clock at night to 6 o'clock. Oh, sick in the morning. I have to go my second job. I start seven o'clock to three every day. I don't sleep every day. I don't sleep two hours, and I never save any money. And I have four children. I have a son and three girls. They're studying at uni, and I'm not really saving anything. And I can't afford to provide food for my family and money in my market, and even to go to dentist. And I'm here today, we need to change the rules 
in Australia. And we can't work like this anymore. And we need everything to change. Absolutely, it's fantastic turnout. Yeah, why, why was it important to be here? Uh, it's important because as an educator, we can't bargain together to make the changes we need to make so we educators everywhere can have a living wage. So to have this turnout, it is amazing and to, there's lots of people that need support. And so to see everyone out here in, in Melbourne... Fantastic. The NUW person from Chemist Warehouse was saying thank you very much for all the union support, yep. other union support. Yep. It's the same thing, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. To know that there are comrades from other unions that might not be aware of our campaigns that are there to support us, that's fantastic. And that's what we need. We need everyone together to make sure that this government gets changed and the broken rules get fixed. A common fight. Absolutely, a common fight, 1,000%. We stand united as part of a great movement of workers. Our diversity is our strength. Our solidarity is our power. We respect and take care of each other. Prejudice and discrimination, including misogyny, racism, homophobia and all other hatreds have no place in our movement. We rise together. Today and every day we commit ourselves to achieving justice, fairness, equality and dignity for all workers. Solidarity forever! That's it for Stick Together this week. Thanks for listening and thanks to everybody who spoke with the Stick Together team at the Melbourne Change the Rules Rally. Stick Together is produced at 3CR Studios in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. The podcast is available at 3cr.org.au and you can contact the producers of the show at sticktogether3cr at gmail.com or by calling 03 9419 8377 and leaving us a message. Remember, wherever you are, whatever you do, there's a union for you. My name's Rebecca Langley. Catch you next time.